Hey everybody, and welcome to Getting to Know Your Friends. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Roland, as always, and with you today is my friend Amy Berger, right? Yeah! Yeah! yeah. I should have asked you beforehand, right? Because I was making sure. This is your name, like, right? This is your name, because I want to make sure. Uh, but it's a pretty, it's a good last I love your last name. It's oh, great. I never got made fun of for it, so. Whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. And I like it a lot. Um, but, uh, but Amy is uh, a new friend of mine, and, uh, and I'm going to get to know her a little bit more tonight as well as the viewers and listeners uh, at home as well. So uh, let's go through it. it. Um, All right, so we're going to take it to the way back. Okay. And we're going to start off with your uh, hometown. Where are you from? I am from Naperville, Illinois. All right. Which is, it was voted number one place to raise a family in America at one point. So that was, you know, that pretty much was my childhood. Yeah, yeah. Super suburban, super Midwestern. Now, in relation to Chicago, where is that at? It's like 45 minutes southwest of Chicago. Great. Yeah, so not too bad. So we could go into the city if we wanted to, Mm -hmm. but not like living in the city. Mm -hmm. So we kind of would just go there for like Bears games or like concerts or like sporting events. That's stuff you need to be in the city for. Definitely. Um, So it's good. But what was funny is we lived right next to Aurora, Illinois, Mm -hmm. which you might be familiar with from Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's World. So I got to go to school. Where like Wayne's World happened, and that was like our big claim oh, to fame. It was, like, and so now great. the town that brought you Wayne's World, <laughs> here's your show choir. Yeah. Oh, and you, yeah, so then you do like a little bit from Wayne's World as show choir? Always. <laughs> great. So, Naperville, and uh, so you grew up there in elementary, middle, high school? Elementary, middle, high school. So, I went to Maywatts Elementary, yeah. which was just right around the corner. So, you could just walk over there. Awesome. And then Hill Middle School, and then Wabon. And Aurora. Cool. And what did you do throughout that time? Like, uh, how early on did you think about, like, what do you wanted to be when you grew up? Or what were you doing? I always think I wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was always in the back of my mind. And that started, I think the first time I ever was like, this is what I want to do, was my parents took my brother and I to go see a production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat with Donny Osmond starring. Are you serious? You got to see... Oh, Donny. Uh, all of his Joseph glory. Oh, that would be so great. Like, I know he's kind of a funky guy, but, but you like, know what? Like, he, play, he kills it. He kills it. He kills, he kills it. it live. And in the very beginning of that production, when, like, it's all starting, there's this moment where like a million kids like rush on stage to sing this opening number and I thought those were just like kids from the audience Mm -hmm. so I like got up to run with them and my mom was like no no like sit down (laughs) you can't go up there and I was like okay this is what I'm supposed to do yeah (laughs) that's awesome so So, from that moment forward right that moment forward and then I did a lot of I like tried to do a lot of things so I was like now I want to be a gymnast now I want to be a ballerina but my teachers or coaches or whatever they were would always be like I don't think Amy's right for ballet. She likes to talk too much. Oh. She's like not disciplined enough. Like put her in tap. Tap is like sporadic. More fidgety. I didn't have like the non-fidgety like <laughs> ballet personality. Yeah. So um, I would try to do all these things, and I was like a cheerleader for like four years, and I would do all these things, but. Once I got to high school, it was really when it was like, okay, I'm going to act in all the plays, yeah. I'm going to do like all the choirs yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. The, those kinds of things. Awesome. So yeah. uh, so what did you get into? Like, what was your first production? My first production, well, I was an extra in the Untouchables television show. Get out. <laughs> so nice. I played a Cuban orphan. Wait, Cuban? A Cuban, because I'm so ethnic. <laughs> wait, I was like, wait, you're not even like, what? Even or- <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't explain it, but that's how I was cast. Wow. So I had to sit and I had to just like be in a room and put like a diaper on a doll mm. while being very sad because I had no parents. Wow. And there were that's nurses around. So me. Sad. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. So I was three and I did that. And then so I would do like little extra work as a kid mm-hmm. for some reason. And so they did Miracle on 34th Street in Chicago as yeah. well. So my brother and I did that, but they shot it in like August, oh. which in Chicago is miserable. Yeah, what? And so they put me in this like really heavy like baby mink coat uh-huh. and I just started like crying and I didn't want to be there cuz it was so hot and I was like I passing out. So I think imagine. I got kicked out of that movie. Really? I was a diva from the beginning. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like watch out for this one, guys. Uh, don't you put gas me. Wrong costume on her. She's gonna have ball. Okay. <laughs> Very emotional. Oh, wow. Oh, so uh, cool. So you did, so you really got into it. I mean, real early. Like that's real early. that's really great. But not in, 
to the point, like, once I actually was old enough to kind of realize what I was doing, my parents didn't want it to be like, okay, you're now, like, going into the business. Sure. They were very firm about how, like, a normal childhood, like, go through school, and then once you, like, are 18, do it professionally. But until yeah. then, just, like, have a normal upbringing and do it for fun. Definitely. So, I think that's what I needed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That, not, not tap. You didn't <laughs> not need tap. I needed regimental school. You needed to fidget or... and make noise. Yeah, right. That's what all young kids do. <laughs> all they need to do. Oh. And then I would do a lot. Like, I got really involved with, like, volunteering. Mm-hmm when I was, like, 13 with, like, the troops. Yeah. So I started this uh, service project called Hearts for Heroes where we basically, I got people to write Valentine's Day cards for the troops and we would oh, send them overseas. Yeah. So I ran that for four years. So that cool. was, like, a big part of my life in high school. Awesome. Good. So, yeah. did you, so, the, so what else did you do? Any, like, cheerleading or any other activities? Yeah. Oh, God. If I, oh, I was, like, the girl that kind of just did everything. Yeah, like, yeah. So... I think in high school, I was, like, a palm dancer. Uh-huh. I was a cheerleader. I was on the speech team. I was in, like, show choir, mosaic choir, which was, like, this gospel choir. Yeah. Which, I don't know why I was in it. But it was amazing, and it was so much fun. We did five plays a year. Great. Like, a musical. This and, sounds exactly like my high school. Yeah. I, I did all that same, <laughs> same stuff. Time. I was in the choir. I was the president of my choir department oh, when I was amazing. senior year. I was in, like... The, the musical actually uh, my roommate uh, who who you met earlier was uh, yeah uh, he was Tevia and I was Laser Wolf Amazing. our senior years but we were competing for Tevia and we talk about this all the time how you know like he when we went out for the roles he uh, you know he really put himself into it and yeah. did a lot of good stuff and during my audition. Uh, I sang, and I sang, I think, really great, but yeah. he sang and acted, and, like, just that little, and I saw it, and I was just like, ugh, you Got went it. second for a reason. <laughs> Bronson. Getting you. Yeah, right. So, no, I know, but I get that. Like, I did so much. I was all yeah. over the place, and it's fun. It's I think so it makes fun. you such a well-rounded person. Oh, absolutely. Because you, know? you kind of just get to be part of every little clique, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess I never really thought about cliques in high school. That yeah. wasn't something that occurred to me until I saw Mean Girls, and I was oh. like, oh. People are so divided. Yeah. Um, But I think because I kind of was involved in little bits of everything, I never thought about high school in that, like, really crazy way. Definitely. So I was always kind of doing something. Uh Uh-huh. That's so funny. We never... They did Fiddler right before I got there. And I feel oh, like I wow. missed out because I never got to be part of a Fiddler production. Oh, my god! And as an actor, I feel like you're supposed to have done so that. much fun. Yeah. What did you do for, like, your main plays and musicals? Um, I, The main play that I... It's, like, I think still my favorite role I've ever done, even at this point, is The Crucible. I got oh, to play wow. Abigail Williams. Yeah? Which you're is, an Abigail. Oh, yeah. You're totally an Abigail. <laughs> scream manipulation oh, and, like, gosh. sexual tension. Good <laughs> Proctor and all the goodies and everybody. It was just so fun because you just gotta like be crazy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was my last, my senior year. The very last show I did was um, West Side Story. Love it. It That was the last musical. Really good. And I just played. I didn't even have like a singing part. I was playing anybody's the Uh little like tomboy. And during the final dress rehearsal, um, I broke my leg. Because it was the very opening number, and there was, like, a fight scene, and two guys weren't standing where they were supposed uh-huh. to. So when he got thrown, he got thrown right into me, and my leg just, like, broke on impact. Oh, my God. But I was so concerned of, like, not messing up the time of the show, so I, like, finished the scene. And then I, like, got off stage and was like, I think something went wrong. Oh, my God. So, um, but because I had been involved in the theater for so long at that point, they didn't want me to not get to do it, and I really didn't want to miss out on my last show. Sure. So they organized it that I was, like, friends with one of the Jets. He was, like, my buddy. Uh-huh. So I would ride on his back, and he would, like, bring me on stage, drop me off. I would do all of my lives, like, just nice. standing in my position. And then I'd get back on his back and run off stage. Yeah. That's how you do it in theater. That's how you do it. Show must go Show on, must but we go. make it work. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's really funny, too, because of the way that you're saying about... Fiddler, they did it right before you got to high school. Yeah. Uh, they did West Side Story before I got oh, to high really? school. And Joseph, too. No way. Yeah. And so I also felt like I was a little bit you cheated because I didn't get shows. to see in those shows. Um, but we did some other really great productions. Every yeah. year we did so many good productions. What was, was your favorite? Like, uh, actually, Tommy was my favorite. Cool. Yeah, because my, my parents are kind of like that age of like the, mm-hmm. the really 
great uh, classical rock and just yeah. all that good stuff. And um, I had watched Tommy when I was younger, the video, which I didn't fully get when I was younger and all the stuff that was happening. Yeah. Um, but even the musical version of it, the, like, the rock music, everything was so great. And then I had the opportunity to see Robert Daltrey do it live a few years ago with my parents. How cool. Oh, my God. He sounds just as good. Yeah. He's so oh incredible. God, Pete Townsend wasn't there, but his brother was <laughs> there playing it. guitar, oh. which was kind of like... A replacement kind of thing. It was really great. It was spectacular. So, yeah. Yeah, but like it's just those sounds moments. sounds great. That yeah. sounds so cool. But Tommy definitely was really, really fun. And Fiddler was great too. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But, I went to like a summer camp for three years. It was like a really big performing arts summer camp called mm-hmm. Stage Door Manor. And like their big sell is like a lot of celebrities went there when they were kids. Oh, so yeah. it was like Natalie Portman and Zach Braff and like all these cool people. Mm. So you go there being like, that's going to be me. Like I'm going to be them. But they, I remember they did Tommy one year and it was like everybody was talking about this production. Awesome. It's like such a cool show. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Especially when they, when there's just like all the stuff that happens, like in Fiddler, there's a lot of, you know, set pieces that change and it's in, you know, the yeah. Russian era that will let like a uh, pre-world war one russian yeah. right around there you know um but like uh with tommy i don't know like with the breaking of the mirrors and all the lights so and the acid queen and just like the pinball mm-hmm. like we turned our entire theater the stage everything into a giant pinball machine that's so cool and i got to work oh. on that i got to help build that i was in, i was blown away i was that's like amazing. that's when i first decided that i wanted to go into uh, more of like a set building yeah. like career because I was like man I just love putting stuff together yeah. and figuring it out uh, until I got the note from a teacher that was like she's like you're going to college to be a set builder and I was like yeah and she's like no go do acting <laughs> okay. I was like okay sure it's <laughs> all it takes thanks <laughs> um, there is something so special about crew though too because I think a lot of times as an actor you miss out on that process yeah. of like seeing all like the technical elements happening because you're in rehearsal and you're doing your you know your craft and whatnot but then you kind of always just show up and it's like this magical experience where you go and you're like oh my god the whole world has been created and now I'm just putting myself in it too yeah exactly Um, so it's kind of fun doing the crew side when you're like we see it like through its phases yeah yeah totally yeah and I think you have a a deeper appreciation for everything in general just like theater wise like you get to see you know like you get to see how uh, all of the magic happens when you're an actor you know like yeah you're you're putting yourself into that role but I don't know there's something about being on sound crew or being on yeah. lighting crew or being on construction crew or whatever crew you're doing box office you yeah, know? Like, yeah yeah it's just a different facet of the theater, theater that has to be there to function mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's such a great like family thing it's a community yeah. thing you build those friendships with those people because you're working hard for the same goal and that's like I think it's so it's such a shame that you know actors really get all the credit a lot of time yeah. because that's just what people see so it's easiest to remember right but the, like it really is such a collaboration and such an ensemble thing most of the time that oh god it's so special yeah love. definitely <laughs> so moving on let's uh, let's talk about college then because you yeah. went to school right college to go I did acting, right? I yeah. did I came to New York and I went to what year was this this was in 2009 2009 so I was the class of 2013 mm-hmm. at NYU Tisch great so I did that and that was really exciting so I did not think I was gonna get in so yeah. I was like making all because you hear about NYU and you're like oh my god like nobody will it's huge yeah it's, I'm like yeah. who gets into that school <laughs> and then it somehow worked out and I got accepted and I yeah what I was that went, experience like tell us about it like it was yeah I so when you get accepted into Tish you, there, there are different studios and you get placed in a different like professional acting studio mm-hmm. so I got placed at the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film awesome. Institute which was like incredible yeah. are you a Strasberg guy? <laughs> yeah yeah nice yeah oh my god yeah oh Strasberg it's everything like I think it's just the foundation for like all actors need it or cool. need to take a class in it if nothing else um, yeah so I trained there for three of those years and it was just like all the cheap all the cheesy things that people think about method acting we do so it's all the like oh the coffee cup Mm -hmm. exercise and like sitting in the chair and relaxing but I don't know I love it I love it so much but it's important to learn those basic skills and you're not even that basic because I mean mannerisms are huge in Mm -hmm. acting Uh, the body sells it dialogue is dialogue and the playwright has intent but an actor can put so much subtext into something and give it life and bring it to the forefront of what it really can be because they learn how to do that yeah. by training, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, I don't know, like, sure, there's raw talent out 
there. Absolutely. But I think everybody has to go through the regiments, you know? Like, oh, absolutely. If it's if it's something that's as incredible as what you got, were able to go through, or like in my instance, I, I just was able to take a couple of uh, acting classes and a couple of directing classes uh-huh. at a State University in Kansas. And it was yeah. still a great experience, you know? Like, I, I didn't get extensive training like I wanted, but mm-hmm. I was also in a weird place. Like, I left the theater because of something, not on bad terms, just I had to leave the school. Right. And when I came back, they were like, you can't come back to the theater program. And then I found out later I could get back into the theater program. And I'm like, what? Honestly. So, and then I went to the writing program instead, yeah. but I feel like more of an actor than a writer. So, right. that's kind of my thing. Like, I love yeah. writing, but I don't, I'm like, I know there's people out there that are so much more gifted than I am. And so, like, I just... But, I mean, it's all just about perspective when it comes to writing, too. I think just mm-hmm. as long as you have something to say and you want to say it, like, that's all that matters. Because like, then you just need to put it down on paper. And I think so many people just think, like, oh, we can't... I'm not a writer. Yeah. And so they don't try. But as soon as you start doing it, like, you figure out your style and what you want to say True. and how you want to say it. So it's just a matter of doing it, yeah. I guess. That's a really great philosophy. I, I think like that. so. I yeah. think, well, I think because for a long time I was like, oh, I'm not a writer. Because my brother is like a brilliant writer. Uh-huh. And so I was always like, he's the writer and I'm like the actor. Sure. But the second I was like, but like, let me try it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And I mean, I, now I just enjoy it and I find it fun. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, you know. Yeah, but it's not, maybe it's not like your focus or your, yeah, your, your, yeah. your specific focus. Exactly. Like definitely performance. Yeah, definitely regard. performance. So, so what happened uh, at NYU? Anything super fun or crazy? Or Tell us a story. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. I should probably have more stories from college. It's like such a big part of my Don't life. Don't worry. I ask everyone this question and they're like, what? What happened in <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> don't I'm worry. Sure. We, none of us remember what happened in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like something really fun or like kooky or something, but... I know with Strasburg, it was a funny time because we, Strasburg and NYU were like parting ways mm-hmm. at that time. So we were kind of supposed to be the last Strasburg class. Oh. So there was like this thing that came with their class of like, we're going to be the last generation of method actors, even though it's still like a functioning institute, but yeah. we're like, but we're the last class. Yeah. Um, so I think because of that, it was nice because we all got to kind of bond so much in that way and like mm-hmm. it was something that really brought us all together um that's not really a very good story like during a production did something go wrong or did you guys go out partying one night and somebody got arrested I don't know I'm just throwing things no, out I know scenarios. I feel like probably all of I mean, these things happen I know <laughs> well that's the thing is I think that being at NYU or like being in New York you miss out on a couple normal college things okay. because like we didn't have the football team because sure. there's nowhere to have a field sure. And we didn't have Greek life, really. Like, I guess it was there, but it wasn't a big thing. So you don't have those, like, party houses. Yeah. You're like, okay, let's go to this person's, like, studio apartment. Sure. And they, like, share with two other people and, yeah. like, make something work. Um, so there was not... Oh, gosh. I, I played a monkey in a play, and I played a mayfly in the same production. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really went through the, the animals and insects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which takes a lot Which of method. Which takes a lot of method and preparation. Get inside the and mind animal. of the mayfly. What does the mayfly <laughs> want? Fine. <laughs> what does the mayfly? the toughest role I've had to date. <laughs> As a monkey. Which is funny, though, because there were people playing monkeys in Planet, the new Planet of the Apes. I mean, like, well, any of the Planet of the Apes films, any you know? Of, like, yeah. Like you have to kind of put yourself into that position, or apes, I should say. You yeah, know, right. Cause I mean, thank you for. There's a difference between. <laughs> that's funny too. In college, I learned that there is a difference between apes and monkeys. Like there's, <laughs> yeah, apes don't have tails and monkeys do. Um, that's pretty much it. Apes are a lot larger, orangutans, chimpanzees, okay. gorillas. Monkeys are like uh, lemurs or um, mm-hmm. like uh, ma- tamarins or uh, mm. I almost said mandarins. That's mandarin. <laughs> mandarin monkeys. Love a mandarin monkey. Uh, yeah, but it was a. I took a. I can't remember what class it was but yeah I learned that was like the one thing that I learned in that class anthropology cultural anthropology okay. that was like the one, that's seriously I walked away not getting anything from that class except for the difference between apes and monkeys and if that's all you needed that's all class you well needed taken. yeah right yeah, there's three hundred and something dollars a credit hour well played thanks a lot hey you <laughs> every penny <laughs> yeah definitely I um, know uh, I think more of my like favorite college memories have been like the stuff I would do in the summers mm-hmm. I guess of college so like the first year 
in between freshman and sophomore year, I studied abroad in Ireland, which was very exciting. What? Which was cool. Oh, oh that's great. Tell me about years. Ireland. I'm, oh, I, I do have go... a weird Ireland great. story. <laughs> so, I mean. Okay, let me tell you. Right. <laughs> so there was, we were basically, we were studying at Trinity, so we were in the heart of Dublin, and that was like beautiful and amazing. And then on weekends, they would take us on trips to see other parts of Ireland. Mm-hmm. So we are like, this is great. And we would stay in hostels mostly when we were going on these weekend trips just for money and um, one weekend they're like we're going to see Western Ireland and it's just going to be this beautiful experience and we're like oh that sounds lovely and they say we're going to take this boat out to this island that's like a super remote island it's just so beautiful and clean and you're going to love it like great so it's called the Inishbofin which means island of the cows in Gaelic (laughs) I suppose Um, yeah yeah I think it's Gaelic yeah 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 so we get on this boat that's so tiny and is like, this is, it looks dangerous. <laughs> so we get on and we start going through and we're going on these big waves and you're standing outside the boat and you're just getting like soaked by all of these waves. Like there's nowhere to go oh. and it's like freezing and you're like holding on for dear life that yeah. you're not going to like fall off this boat. So we finally get to the island and it is beautiful. Like it is gorgeous and clean and just amazing. Um, and we get there and there's one car and it's like, put your luggage in the car. So we do. And then they're like, okay, now you have to walk to the hostel. So your luggage gets a ride? So your luggage gets a ride, and then you have to, like, find your way to this hostel. <laughs> so we start walking, and we're like, okay, whatever. It's, like, beautiful. It's a nice walk. Sure. It's fine. So there's the hostel, and then there's the there's one hostel, there's one hotel, and there's, like, one restaurant on this mm-hmm. island. So the chaperones, or, like, the who, whoever's leading this trip, get to stay in the hotel, and the students are all in the hostel. And the way the restaurant works is you have to call and let them know you're coming at least 24 hours in advance because they need to go get food from the mainland so they know how much to bring back. Our uh, chaperone didn't tell them we were coming, so they didn't have food for us. Mm -hmm. So we didn't eat the 24 hours we were there. That's fine. <laughs> That's I mean so like it's like great but terrible. I was like, like th- is this a funny story? We're like, no, this is terrible because we're yeah. cold. Our clothes are soaking wet from this boat. Wow. We have Your we're in a luggage Our luggage is god knows where. We can't eat. I remember going to the restaurant like as it was closing and being like can we just get, like, a packet of hot chocolate? Like, can we have anything? And they're just like, we weren't aware of you. Jeez. And we're like, oh. So no shepherd's pie. No shepherd's pie. Uh, that's terrible. It's a tragic experience. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but, it, but Ireland was but Ireland pretty was cool. I mean, it's yeah. so... It's, uh, the people are so friendly, and everything is so yeah. cool and new and hip, and the mm-hmm. food is so good, because it's, like, meat and potatoes yeah. and, like, beer and cider. Totally. And, so that was part was... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Irish hot whiskey. whiskey. I had a roommate from mm-hmm. Ireland who actually came from Glasgow uh, oh. for an exchange program, but he was from Ireland, and uh, just the nicest guy. Oh. I wish I would have partied with him more, because honestly, during that time period, he was just a party animal. Yeah. Everybody loved him. Oh. Like, accent was totally awesome. Oh, like, just so like great. I mean, he, yeah, he was a really, really nice guy, so I, I'm like, I always hope to meet more people from Ireland, and even from, like, They're England so cool. and Britain. And yeah. All this, but, like, anywhere that's like the, that, and I want to travel over there and experience that yeah. at some point in my life because I feel like it's just I don't know it, it calls to me especially being yeah. a theater person yeah. knowing you know theater history and what Europe has done for theater oh, and absolutely. all that stuff like it, yeah I would love to do that so. and that's the thing is I feel like a lot of my friends that study abroad were there for like a full semester wherever they were and so they would really like travel to like all parts of Europe or whatever but I was only in Ireland for six weeks and now I was like oh maybe I should have done more traveling to other places but mm-hmm. I was kind of like I don't know I just liked being in Ireland sure. for six weeks and just living there yeah, yeah feeling yeah. like you live there because you're there for six weeks and yeah. you're going to the grocery store and you're doing all that so yeah. you feel like you live there Nice. So that was the first summer, and then the second summer I got to go to Greece, which was like... Really Holy shit! <laughs> Wait, you started off with Ireland, now you're going to Greece? Good lord, you're like a world traveler. Greece this is, is awesome. Like, I, I'm envious. I think I just started like picking things I wanted to do around like where they were, so I'm like, okay, I want to act, and I want to be in Greece. How That's do I make beautiful. this happen? That's where it all started, oh pretty God. much. It's yeah, like, it's so cool there. Yeah. So I go there with this theater company called One Yearly Theater Company, which is like they're incredible the work they do is amazing mm-hmm. and we spent like the first two days in Athens we had to like see all of yeah. all of that and then you basically go eight hours north to this tiny little town called Poppingo mm-hmm. and where the I'm pretty sure at this time when we went 
the year long, like the yearly population there is typically seven people. Oh, wow. Um, but during the summer, it's busier because it's on like a national park. So people come and they hike and they do all this mm-hmm. crazy things. But because it's on a national park, once that happened, everything has to be built, you know, the way yeah. it was. So everything is still made out of like stone and it's just like gorgeous and you're hiking but we were also there performing so we got to do this production of a midsummer night's dream that we got to like tour around these little teeny tiny towns where like nobody spoke english so it was cool because we did a very condensed version and just tried to you know get our art across sure sure yeah but But you had audiences people came out we had audiences they were all like in town squares Mm -hmm. which is also so fun because it made it very specific and you could use the crowd and you could like go up to tables or use walls or like do whatever you needed to do to kind of make it more active and Uh participatory and so I was I mean oh gosh Greece was just like life changing that's great food amazing yeah so good and so healthy because this town was so small, the butcher, like the town butcher, could tell if the meat from the cow was from one side of the mountain or the other. Really? It was like that That's fresh. That's impressive. So everything we were eating was whatever they like caught from the ocean that day or uh-huh. like picked from the garden. Yeah. So it was also healthy. And I remember being like, man, once they get back to America, like no more crap. And oh, then sure. I get to yeah. the airport and I'm like, oh man, Panda Express sounds great. Mm, <laughs> some general style chicken. McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> chicken fries. nuggets. <laughs> In America. I know, love being in America. Uh, right? You want to be everybody. You, know, you want to be every other. Uh, I feel like co- in, in their country's like environments yeah. and, and do what they do because it seems like it's so much fun. And then you get back to America and you're just like, Whoo! how oh, quickly America. bad habits come back. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, yeah. that was great. Great, that was fun. So that was the second summer abroad. Second summer abroad. Okay. There, and there's a third one. Not so, no. I mean, I went and I was an apprentice at Williamstown mm-hmm. Theater Festival, so not so much abroad, sure. <laughs> but um, in Massachusetts, yeah. and that was great, because that was 10 weeks, and it was really the most, like, art-filled summer of mm-hmm. my life, because for, like, 10 weeks straight, you were just fully immersed in this theater festival, and you're working on crews, and you're acting in shows, and, like, the last three weeks I was there, I think I slept four hours a night. Oh, wow. Just a mix of, like, working and just, like, the social aspect of it, but you don't, you don't care. You, like, this just becomes kind of your world, Mm -hmm. and you get used to it. Yeah. And then once you get back, you're like, what have I done? Like, I haven't slept at all. But it was, it was just so special, because you got to be part of a lot of new work, and you got to see people making things every night, and creating their own work, and... Yeah, that's great. It was really great. Awesome summer. Lightning round. Oh god! Oh god! Oh, here it comes. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so I'm gonna ask you a serious questions. You just give me the first response. Ready? Oh god. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite Disney character? Uh, uh Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah. Nice. Um, do you prefer paper or plastic? Paper. Paper. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the one geographic location you never wish to travel to? Uh, Iraq. Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Middle East, no way, no way. Uh, Not a good time. Great. Uh, the uh, your favorite concert that you ever been to? Uh Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yes. Which uh, which tour was it? The, her very first tour. Nice. Which she only had one album out. The baby one more time. Baby one more time. Baby one okay. more time. All the time. Sidebar. My oh. friends and I. We were so because <laughs> we were in high school. We went and bought that album yes. on CD on our way out to plan a a, 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 a capture the flag game on a farm. <laughs> Done. All right. Um, you still have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Yes. yes. Um, let's see. Uh, the uh, if you could play any mm-hmm. uh, classic uh, actress, who would who, who would you take on that persona of? Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah. I love so Lucille great. all the way. We were talking about her last all night. Oh, she's the best. Oh, oh. so good. Oh. Love her. Oh. Awesome. Uh, favorite type of beer? Um, Guinness. Is that like a type? Yeah, Guinness. <laughs> like a brand? Well, yeah, yeah. It's just fine. Stout. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah stout. Yeah, I meant br- style brand, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Let's so, go yeah. Guinness. Guinness. <laughs> Guinness is good. Guinness is hearty. It's like drinking a loaf of bread. I know. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, ocean or lake? Lake. Lake? Mid- Midwesterner. Yeah, totally. Michigan. Michigan, totally. Yeah, definitely. And it's almost like an ocean anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, if you could travel back to a time period, what time period would it be? Um, the, 
twenties. The twenties, nineteen twenties. Yeah, good times. 1920s. Flappers, Flappers and all depression. Those. Depression. Yeah, we're right into the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the, the tip of the, the good stuff. I like stuff. the romantic right part in. of it, of like yeah, the flappers right and like the, the hairstyles. Yeah, right. We're gonna be flashy, and then we're gonna yeah, just be and then we're despair. Gonna be a sad. Yeah. Uh, current, your favorite current TV show? Veep. V. Love nice. V. I haven't checked Louis it out. Dreyfus. Oh my god. Yeah, really good. It. Everybody is so good on that show. It's so smart. Nice. That's, That's why I hear. I hear it's really, so really good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, it, what is the one thing you wish you could always find inside of a dumpster? <laughs> I, uh, a banana peel? <laughs> 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 I think you could probably find that. I don't know. I, mean, like, I, I like to go over things. Things. I like to be practical about what sure. I hope for. Well, that's because then you can take the banana peel, throw it out on the sidewalk, and watch all the craziness ensue. Yeah, uh, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, your favorite scent? Vanilla. Vanilla. Vanilla bean. bean. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> um... Let's see. Uh, if you were on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. what island would you land on or visit to? Uh, some one of the Greek islands. Yeah, yeah. Mediterranean cruise. Yeah, Mediterranean definitely. cruise. Definitely, because I didn't get to see any of the islands when I was there. Uh, so yeah, I would like to go. I would love to go to Crete. Oh, that would be yeah, great. That that's, would be cool. that's actually. I don't know if you know the band Group Love. Uh, no, but that, that, <laughs> they uh, they're a really great band, and that's where they met. They all met at a, like a retreat, like How an cool. artist retreat on Crete. That's really weird. An artist retreat on Crete. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, vinyl or digital? Digital. I want to say vinyl. I know. Right? Like, I can't. Yeah. I don't have any real experience. I don't either. It's okay. okay. So don't worry about. It. I, I would love to be a vinyl person. I just don't. I, I love can't. the idea of being a vinyl person. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I, I love that there are vinyl people out there keeping it alive. I know. We need so, them. Yeah. Definitely. So thank you. Um, let's see. Last question. Okay. Uh, if you were in a video game, what video game would it be? Batman. <laughs> As Batman. Not as Batman. <laughs> Boom, baby. We always end up Batman. Always. Awesome. Always a good way to end. Yeah, excellent. Great. Uh, that was it. That's lightning round. So oh, wow. okay. awesome. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get back into your history. Banana peels. Banana peels. We're going to get back into some banana peels, guys. We'll the hard hitting stuff. Yeah, right. Banana peels. Oh, check it out. <laughs> Throw it on the ground. People die. That's not nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They just get the potassium. Yeah, they. Yeah. Or what's left over. That's, yeah, the leftover potassium. Uh, so you're in New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've uh, graduated college. I have. And what's what'd you go next? What's next? What'd you do? Next was when UCB came into my UCB. life. UCB. UCB. So I think what happened was as soon as I graduated, I was like, okay, well, if nothing else happens for me my first year out of college, I'll go through the UCB track. Like, I'm going to do all four levels. Great. How did you find the Upright Citizens Brigade? I found out about it from a girl that went to Strasbourg with me Mm -hmm. who was, like, super gung-ho about it from the beginning. And she just, like, from freshman year started doing it and talked about it all the time. And I had heard things because it was a big, like, Saturday Night Live fan growing up. And I loved sitcoms and comedy and all that. So I had heard things. But I really didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. embarrassingly enough. Um, no, it's fine. Actually, I had a later start with uh, like I knew the show, yeah. But then like I didn't know that they had theaters, yeah. Until probably about five years, four or five years ago. Uh-huh. But once I found it, it, I was like, and then you're I hooked. gotta do it, yeah, exactly. And Definitely. So, and I in Chicago, I really wasn't part of like the Second City scene or the mm-hmm. IO or the Annoyance or anything because. I wasn't living in the city, so sure. I really, it wasn't a big part of my life, and I left right when I turned 18, so I came out, and I heard about it, and I said, okay, when I was in college, I didn't want to do it, because I really wanted to just focus on, like, my acting training yes. and whatnot, and then I said, okay, I'm going to do this, and then right from the first level, I was like, okay, now this isn't just a year goal, it's yeah. like, this is, I love this, this like, it. I want to make this. What was your 101? Um, my 101 was John Murray. John Murray, yeah. Amazing. He's, he's a good guy. He was getting super busy, though, and he was getting a lot of work being the cool, professional, talented guy he is, yeah. so it was kind of John Murray, kind of Terry Withers. Oh, cool, So it was yeah. like a nice combination of people Definitely. for, like, your first class in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I did those two, and then I literally just went right through it. I didn't take any breaks. Nice. So I did. Yeah. So this one, 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 two, one, two, one with Nicole Dresspel. Nice. Um, she, who's fabulous. Yeah. Three, one with Laura Gray, who's uh-huh. the nicest woman in the world, Great. and then four, one with Eric Tenoy. 
Great. And then I started nice. taking sketch class in the middle because the UC, it became so hard to get into classes yeah. by that point because everybody's just like jumping on it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get into a 401, so I started taking sketch yeah. to be like still involved. Um, and How are the I, differences there? What do you compare them a little bit? Um, I, I mean, they're both... I think it was good that I had started doing improv so I could kind of... I, I was understanding game more and kind of sure. what that meant within UCB and that structure. <clears throat> and so once I started doing sketch, the terminology just made more sense to me. Mm-hmm. But once I was more involved with that, I found it helped my improv because I was aware of just like beats and like structure totally. and like hitting things. And yeah. So they kind of just like help each other. I yeah. think once you get one, you can start doing the other. Definitely. Yeah. I know a lot of people take them simultaneously. Yeah. So like you, it, it just like, yeah, I think it strengthens that uh, mentality. Yeah. 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 It, so. it just like, it helps you quickly think a little quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so now, uh, so you, 401, have you done any advanced studies? Uh, no, no advanced study yet. I still need to do the advanced study mm-hmm. application process. Sure. But um, I've been doing like electives. So I did like, you know, a Don Finelli elective class, which cool. is like incredible. Yeah. Little, I had two classes outside with Christian sure. Capazzoli and his four track class. And yeah. Just different practice groups where you kind of get a little taste of other coaches. So I try to stay as involved in doing like BYOT and the jams mm-hmm. and all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, me as well. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. I and then we, so well, we met through a free workshop. Through the Kevin Hines yeah, free workshop. Kevin Hines yeah. free workshop, which was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, it's so cool because yeah. then you get to work with like all these other improvisers. Yeah. I remember going in because Natasha was one of our people yeah like, she like the, had an hour spot yeah and um i remember i was such a big like namaste fan when i was like first starting mm-hmm. because when i was in 101 was right when namaste was having their like long like solid oh, yeah. cage match streak yeah and my whole class would just go from class to cage match because they were right after each Excellent. other so we would go every single week and just like follow these teams yeah. and specifically them and i remember watching her being like oh my god like she's so good, she's very good. <laughs> and then when she taught the class i yeah. was like, a little fangirly about it I was yeah yeah <laughs> That's, that's awesome. I, uh, I had like a different way with uh, Matt Denny, who was uh, oh, like, yeah. teaching us some stuff too. Because then I went and helped out with a production that his uh, digital sketch team did, and so oh, like cool. I worked with him and a bunch of other great improvisers all day long, working as crew yeah. and picking up just, like little things here and there and just doing oh, PA work, and I it was just that. fun. Yeah, but it was great because I got to work with him mm-hmm. on that situation, and then you know in another situation, different facets. And yeah, it was just, like, oh, it was so great. Like I feel like the community this, is like really great in that way where when you first get in your at least for me I was a little nervous because I was just seeing all these people and I'm like everybody's just so smart and talented and just like on it yeah but the thing that I guess I found was different from the acting world I was coming from was it wasn't as competitive everybody mm-hmm. was really so supportive and encouraging and wanting you to be part of this world right and I guess there's something about that where like you're all in it together and you're all yesing each other and you're all you go in as one, like you fail together, yeah. you succeed together, but like you do it together. Right, right. And so I think I really enjoyed that yeah. aspect of it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about it is that it's really supportive. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I tell everybody, like, we're adults playing pretend. Yeah. So why are we, <laughs> yeah, like, why are we getting upset about stuff? Why are we judging something? Yeah. It's like, just have fun. You, you know? learn to like, just not be so precious yeah. about things. You're like, no, oh, things can just yeah. happen and you can play with it and like when the mistakes happen or when you're like, yes, this is great. Like, yeah. this is comedic Which gold. Which often, yeah, turned into the funniest <laughs> moment. Yeah. So, I know. Except you're not overthinking. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so now I intern at the Beast on Saturday night. Yeah. So I'm literally just like making UCB and they're like every night now being like, oh. yeah. No, I know. Any night that I'm not doing something else, yeah. I'm, at a, I'm at a UCB show. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to go see other shows at other theaters yeah I just I just have a drawing like I've been to some magnet shows I've been to some pit yeah. shows I have friends at the magnet I have friends at the pit yeah uh, I've even performed at the pit yeah you know? but, it, but I, I just find myself you know going to UCB because that's just where I'm at this mm-hmm. is where I'm studying mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing I'm sure if I was studying a different theater I'd probably go see more shows yeah. there you know, who knows but you find the bug you you, you let it bite you mm-hmm. and then you just you, you just go it's, yeah. it's like any other like addiction that. that I feel like I'm addicted to UCB yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. So, uh, what else are you doing? You're interning. Uh, what else is happening right now? Interning. Um, I was working. I was working backstage of the Broadway show Casa Valentina mm-hmm. while that was happening. So, that was very exciting. But then that ended, and I had all this free time. <laughs> so I started writing this web series called Average that we're shooting right now, which is basically about being like 
an average white brunette trying yeah. to be an actor in New York City. Yeah. So took a lot of research, and I, you know, did lots of interviews with people that are struggling, uh-huh. unlike myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I know what my experience is like, but and I want to hear what like you have to say. I'm successful everything I go in for. Yeah. What's that um, process like, though? Tell, me, you know, tell us a little bit about, like, how that is, like, writing and producing and directing. It's I mean, what, all that stuff that you're doing. I mean, I'm doing it on, like, the most low-budget possible, mm-hmm. like, because I know a lot of people do the Kickstarter thing and the Indiegogos, and I see that, I'm like, wow, that's amazing, but I just don't even have that mindset to, like... Organize, like I don't know how it works, sure. and I don't know what I need. And asking people for money, I know, I, feel so I weird. can't do it. I, I can't so do weird. it. So I just, I always like donate to my friends that are doing it, but I feel like I can't do it myself. Yeah. Um. So it's been a very low budget thing, just with like the love and generosity of other people I know being like, yeah, you can use this space or you can use our equipment or whatever. So it's been very fun. It's been very quick. It's just been. I don't know, something I'm enjoying working on. It was fun to write a character for myself that Definitely. I could play. Um, and instead of, like, relying on just getting a part. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It probably feels more natural, you know? I mean, like, it's, yeah. you write it for yourself. Like, I think that's what's so great about being able to write for yourself. And that's what you were saying earlier yeah. about writing, you know? Like, you, you find yourself... Uh, writing characters that are a part of you or yeah. something that you've experienced. And uh, I think it was when I was working with uh, Sean Conroy in a workshop when I was at a festival where he's like, you know, the best sketches are the ones that happen from real experience. Yeah. Take your life. Yeah. Look at the situations you've been in. Yep. And, and find the funny behavior that occurred in this situation, whether it was yours or someone else's. Yeah. Like, that's where the comedy is. That's where the gold is really, really at. Yeah. You know? uh, and that, yeah. I think that's what, okay. exactly what you're doing there, you know? Trying to. I think I'm trying to, like, find the funny and, like, the everyday situation. Like, sure. the little things that could easily bring me down and being like oh because you go into a lot of auditions and they're like oh but like what's interesting about you or like you look like everybody else in New York City so kind of playing with that and not making it so like oh my god I want to dwell on this but being like okay this might be where I am right now so let's at least embrace it yeah yeah yeah. try to do that and it's fun because it's a very it's a project full of like love and Mm -hmm. just it's fun to shoot and we have fun shooting it and I'm excited to put it up hopefully it'll go up in October is the goal. And I'm just Great. learning a lot because I'm trying to like edit it myself, yeah. which is something I had never dabbled in before. So you learn a lot about filmmaking and the other sides of it I was completely unaware yeah, of. Yeah, the, the technical side of it. And again, having experience, that experience, whether or not you got it early in life or later in life, yeah. it's valuable. It's very yeah, valuable. Definitely. Um, and another thing too, kind of, which is funny, you know, having Veep be your favorite show yeah. with Matt Walsh being on there. Yeah. Another thing that I learned from Matt Walsh was like, if you're not making your own content, mm-hmm. you're not doing yourself a service. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't wait around for somebody to discover you. As much yeah. as we know all these producers and all these directors right. and Right. people are out there like you, you can't rely on that no, yeah, yeah. if you make your own thing and you do it your own way and show mm-hmm. people what your I would say the word brand but brand is yeah, yeah, yeah. then it, I mean I feel like that does that's what sets you apart you yeah. know and I think that we learn from these mentors their their philosophies the things that they did mm-hmm. I mean the UCB did that they yeah. left Chicago they came here they paved the way mm-hmm. it was a rocky road you know yeah. and, they, and they and they went at it and now you know, all four of them, and even the adjunct members, yeah. uh, who are people who've been on SNL and other great shows. It's just like, you guys are great. You, you, you've shown us what to do, and now we want to do that and do yeah. it even more and, and have even more fun. So. I, yeah, I think there's something about UCB that, like, inspires you to really kind of want to just get out there. Because everybody there is doing something and working towards something and doing it together, which is really beautiful. Yeah. So it kind of puts you in that mindset, too, with, like, if they can do it, I can do it. And especially now with, like, Broad City and everything, I feel yeah. like that's just been really inspirational for a lot of people to be like a web series can turn into anything or like just do just have fun with what you're doing and what you're trying to say and you never know what can happen yeah so that's what's great about improv the community i mean even theater just in general performance art like yeah you know like if you have something to say like you said just you don't know until you say it. Yeah. Until you do it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Wow, this yeah. has been a very philosophically <laughs> charging episode. Like, oh, really, good. You guys feel inspired yet? I hope like, so. Honestly, come on. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, it's sad to say that it's actually almost time. The time's almost oh, up. Oh, man. And isn't that crazy? It's doesn't it so, feel It really like, flies. I was yeah. like, gosh, 45 minutes. Right. I don't have anything oh, to no. say. Uh, yeah. The only thing that I do towards the end of the episode is I flip the script. 
And okay. you are allowed to ask me uh, questions if you have one, two, whatever you want. We got we got some time to fill. Let's do it. Okay. Ask so, how about do you have a favorite improv team at the UCB? Uh, do you have any favorite house teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a big Death by Ruru fan okay. for a while. Oh, nice. um, I also am a big fan of Astronomy Club, which is a oh, so Lloyd good. team. Yeah. Um, uh, Grandma's Ashes is really great. Uh, I think those guys are all great. Uh, all the They're teams all are so good. great. It's, I mean, hard it's hard to, to like. Pick. <laughs> Team, you know, um, but yeah, but uh, because Anthony Antaminic was kind of like my one-on-one guy, who mm-hmm. I learned, I learned basics of UCB philosophy from him. He really yeah. broke it down for me, um, which was great because he was able to do that through Skype. Oh, so, like, because I was in cool. Kansas City remember, and he was yeah. in New York, yeah, and so like we would uh, and Skype coaching, man. Once it catches on, like, oh, <laughs> I don't know why people aren't doing this right Already. now. People across the world can be learning from. People in New York, LA, and Chicago yeah. through through Skype. So uh, because Anthony was on that team, and I, I sat down and I watched a bunch of videos with him and Gavin Spieler, yeah. John Murray. Oh, so oh cool. my gosh! Like uh, just everybody who's on that team was just so funny, so great. And I love mono scene. Yeah, I was I was in a three person team that did mono scene, and we were all wow. three actors. So it was just like. It was just a play. Yeah. We were just doing a play. We were just becoming characters, and, did, and we did it. We taught it. We like taught it to ourselves. Like we learned the basics, so cool. did our own thing, made it our own. Love um, it. Yeah, it was really great. We actually we should have won a. Uh, <laughs> we should have won what, what is considered cage match here. We call it okay. Thunderdome in Kansas City. Got it. Um, and we got beat out by a younger. Younger, younger team, team. Uh, probably had a little bit. They probably had a couple more friends there, but this set was amazing. I the one thing I remember, I remember the whole set. But the thing that was killer was we had uh, we we st- we did a Mexican standoff. So it was me and and, a, and my other two other team members, and we're all three Mexican standoff. And then at the same time, without even anything, we all went. And did this, what? and we were just oh, like, so and the crowd erupted, <laughs> and it was just like perfect. Like no, there was no signals from any of us. We just all automatically at the same moment just crossed arms, and we and we like we said we were in a Mexican standoff, and then we said now we're in a Swedish standoff. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh my that's God. what this you Cross your arms, we're in a Swedish standoff. So, oh, that's great. So yeah, so Death Those by Ruru, some... probably probably love one them. of my favorites. So yeah, love them. yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, I love Stepfathers. Yeah. Such a, oh, I have such a crush on oh, Zach Stepfathers, Woods, so. yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for me. Zach Woods. <laughs> love Zach oh, Woods. I, I passed him uh, at DCM, and he said hey to my girlfriend, because they're friends, <laughs> oh which was God. cool. And I was like, Zach Woods! Oh! <laughs> Hi! Yeah. I went up to him once after show. I was like, I don't mean to bother you, but um, I'm a really big fan of your work, and yeah. it's really cool to see you tonight. He was like, no, thanks for interrupting. Like, That's a really nice thing to say. I was like, yeah. okay. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> very great. humble guy. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, down to earth. Okay, well, how ha- do you like your transition in New York? Do you feel at home? Yeah, already? yeah, um, yeah. I mean, feel, feeling at home like I've—it's kind of funny because I've never really felt at home anywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm a traveler. I love okay. to travel. I love to move around. Um, but I, I love this city, and as as yeah. hard as it is on me. It's like the best challenge that I could have ever put myself into. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. Like, I, I love Kansas City. I love my hometown. But uh, I wanted to be challenged. And, and every day here, you wake up and it's something new. It's yeah. a new challenge. It's a new thing you're doing. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's good stress, bad stress. Um, it's this project, that project. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it, it makes my brain work harder. And that's mm. what I wanted. And that's so, great. yeah. I mean, like, I feel at home like... Uh, like okay, for example, okay. this is my weird thing, and my friends from Kansas City, you guys know this. Uh, I claim to be a wizard. Yeah, okay. yeah, because uh, I've actually studied sorcery. Oh, and yeah, cool. so uh, so I uh, so I studied sorcery a little bit, and I and I have the claim to be a wizard, and um, and it was just like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. I'm a Lord of the Fans nut, like okay. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Fans, Lord, Lord of the Rings <laughs> fan nut, whatever. Um, yeah, but like I. Uh, uh, but um, there's a concept in wizardry and sorcery um, about kind of like time and space manipulation, okay. where you don't affect people, but you can you can do certain things to make certain things happen. And so, like I had the ability to oh, I don't even know how to explain this. I could I could be anywhere at any given time in Kansas City, and it was always perfect. Like I was huh. I, like, I was I would always arrive when I mean to, but I was always where I needed to be. 
Um, I could do a million things in a day, and people would just be like, how do you how get from you this place it? to that place? So when I got to New York, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it because I was new, and the trains are crazy, yeah. and people, and situations, and everything, and I got very frustrated my first couple weeks here. I was very I, I very frustrated because I was like, where is my where wizardry? Is like, where is my power? <laughs> um, but... Recently, uh-huh. in like the last week, okay. I've been nailing it. And yeah. I've just been like, trains are with me, people are <laughs> right with me, time. projects are with me, everything's coming together. And like, and it just makes me feel like, all right, so I didn't lose my power. I just had to have, I see the word power. Your power. Uh, my wizarding power. <laughs> yeah. I, um, my magic is what I call it, really, because okay. it is what it is. It's a, it's a feeling. It's an energy, it's still, you know? Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's, it's building itself back up and it's like this uh, it's this great like power bar again using the word power but like you know like a video game like you're, yeah. it's like recharging so like it dropped yeah. when I got here and now it's just filling back it's up like and so once it gets to the, the top like ready for the lid to blow you're ready to so, go man yeah I know. that sounds great that's the craziest thing about will ever hear from me guys <laughs> I'm a wizard by the way I'm a modern day 21st century wizard so oh I knew there was yeah. so yeah I know right uh, anything else um, I don't know. Where's yeah. your favorite place you've ever traveled? It's such a traveler. That's a great question. I know, that's a hard question. Um, God, so many places. I don't know. Chicago was beautiful. Uh, I love Chicago. Yeah. I filmed some stuff while I was there. That I have a, a an idea for like a kind of web series or TV series. Okay. So I started filming it in Chicago. So I have raw materials that I can go back and look on that's and be awesome. like, this is what I want to do. This is my project. This is my idea. Mm-hmm. It's a travel program, uh, which is what I love. I just I, I want to be paid to travel around. <laughs> and talk about stuff. Um, yeah, so Chicago was great. Uh, you know, uh, actually, the one of the most fun things I went to was the Florida Keys. Went to Key West. I've heard amazing things about the Beautiful. Keys. Beautiful. Just yeah. like, ugh. And we got, and this was when I was in Boy Scouts, so we got to stay, the, the thing was, we got to stay on a deserted island, and we had to live there for like three days on a deserted island. So it was like my experience in Ireland. It was exactly like your experience in Ireland. I was thinking that, I was like, I know this experience. Wait, but I was in the Keys. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, but like, the, yeah, right. It was planned, and we did have like people that would, that, like, things, they had counselors and sure. stuff, so. Um, but yeah, the Keys and the Bahamas. Oh. Beautiful, uh, but that's just only because I haven't been to Europe yet. Okay. I know, I know that Europe is going to be like my whole other uh, thing. my yeah. love story. It's just like um, amazing, yeah, so good, yeah. But uh, man, everywhere I go, I find I find good stuff. That's I mean, good. everywhere. Austin, Texas was great. It's a, oh, very Loved cool it. Uh, San Diego, L.A. was even fun, even though it was nuts, and I was only there for like forty eight hours. <laughs> Um, That's all you need. <laughs> great time. Yeah, it was great time. I got to perform at iOS, you know? I, and every place I've been, I've, I've performed at so many amazing venues, like uh, at UCB East and iOS. Yeah. And it's just like, how is it that I'm from Kansas City and I get to be in these fun places mm-hmm. and do these great performances and be with these people? And it's just like. Wizardry. Wizardry. Yeah, that's it. It's your power. So that's it right there. That's my power. That's my magic. Um, oh, so good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy. This has Thanks. been fantastic and getting to know you. And, uh, you know, I, I know that we're going to be great friends and everything's going to be amazing and you're going to find success and I'm going to find success. Yeah. And it's been awesome. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. This was great. And thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe on the YouTube channels. Uh, you know, uh, do whatever you got to do. Uh, apparently I'm monetized now, so you can give me money if you want to. Um, you know, so throw a couple uh, dimes my way or whatever you got in your uh, Venmo account. Um, but uh, thank you always to Dale Maxfield, my wonderful tech uh, guy. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Sounds so good. awesome. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>